Hello, welcome to the Campfire Podcast. What's up? We're back with episode 12, halfway through the first season. And Three today months. we have no guest. Yeah, it's just going back to our roots. It's just me and Christian. Yes. So just me and Miles today. Woo, hopefully you guys do. Well, I can't talk. Hopefully you guys enjoy. Uh, yeah, continue to listen. Um, spread it around, you know, about our podcast if you can. Yep. Uh, we got some things coming. We, we're just working on some things. So we, we're brewing ideas. We have tuned. ideas written down. Uh, a lot of ideas. A lot of ideas. In terms of topics, we're going to talk about um, in this sort of the second half of the season are going to be we a bit a more. We have, a, we have a lot. A bit more heavy, heavier podcast. Not so light. A bit more opinionated. Good discussions. Hopefully, we can get some people on to discuss about these things or maybe not. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I feel like today's going to be a good one. So sit back, enjoy, and let's get to these uh, segments, or these statements, I should say. All right, so I think, how long have we been doing this for, like, past two podcasts? Yes. Right, no, so, three. I think three. Oh, so our recent segment, Do All Blank Think the Same, inspired by Jubilee. Our first one, we feel too much stress for our age. I repeat, we feel too much stress for our age. Hmm. I would I would say I would say slightly agree. Is this like referencing like younger people? Yeah, as in oh, our okay. like comparative yes. to other generations. I would say slightly agree. Mostly be <clears throat> I wouldn't say strongly or necessarily agree agree because you're going to feel stress because it's life. If that makes sense. As yeah. in when you get a job you're gonna feel stressed, even if or when you find a career and it's your dream career, you're gonna feel stressed. Right? You're gonna feel stressed whether you're in school or not. I just believe for us, it's more of a sense of when with the addition of social media and the addition of uh, the easiness of knowledge and gaining that information is just a lot of information to take in and a lot of people's opinions to hold on to and to see and to see a different view other than your own. And that could be very stressful because you allow yourself open to that world. Now, if you don't, you're also going to be stressed that way because then when you kind of have to be introduced to it, you're not going to know what to do. Yeah. And it's clearly going to be overwhelming at that point. Yeah. I say agree. I think of it like the standpoint from, I think we feel too much stress because there's so many things around us that provide us pressure or ex- yeah. a lot of expectations. It could be from your parents or it could just be from like people or your friends on social media. Everyone's doing like one thing. So then you feel like you have to do that thing too, even though conformity, you conformity, like yeah, conformity, or it could be like your parents, like older generations expecting more from you, especially with like all the tools we have now. Yeah. And it's always that thing where your parents don't want you to go through the same mis- mistakes that they went through. Mm-hmm. So they're going to expect you to like, they're going to tell you like, Hey, don't do this, this, and this, do this, this, and this. So then you have to like fulfill those expectations. And depending on like if you're a person who can handle pressure a lot, it could, you know, it could like really mess you up. Or, it could either do good or do bad. Yeah, or it could just be like people on uh, like the internet just like promoting one type of lifestyle to compare it to another one. And it's just like a lot of people just expecting other people to do what they do. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, it's also stress in the sense of you're comparing, you're constantly comparing yourself to others, which is kind of hard to say. It's kind of hard to say to not try to do it because it's very it's easy to. Happen. It's going to happen. Like even before, 
before you would compare yourself to somebody who's in your grade, who's in your school. Now with social media, you're comparing yourself to someone who's famous or like they're the same age as you. And because of social media, you now know who they are. Low Bobby underscore 69. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or not even that, like Enoli Chapa. He's younger than both of us. But, he's probably my age, actually. Exactly. He's closer to your age. He's like 17, 18 right now. Making God knows how much money. Rex. Exactly. And you're there thinking, well, if I wanted to go into that field, how am I? Yeah, like, how... The best example is, um, like, on my TikTok, I have a lot of artists. Exactly. Or Mark. Do you know who Marco is? Marco. Yeah, on YouTube. Does, like, custom shoes. Really good at art. Show me. I don't think I do. I'll show you later. But like on my uh, for you page, there's a lot of artists that I follow, and they're all re- they're all really good. But every now and then, I'm just like, wow, I have a long way to go. Exactly. And but then if you look at their age, it would say like 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Some people, it's just. And you're there like, if they can do that at that age, I have not to necessarily. Well, you'd think I have to catch up where that's not really the case. You're just starting later. Yeah, it should be like. If they could do what I can, but sometimes it's just if they already did it, then why should I? It's like that's yeah. how that thought can cross into your mind sometimes. And you're there thinking if they can be this good at it and I like I can't and I'm older or I'm this and that or I have this opportunity and they don't and they're already better, then how come and you just have all these doubts that enter your mind which can yeah. cause stress and like you said, with the additional pressure from your friends and teachers and parents and things like that. Yeah. It just caused a lot of stress in general. So that was the first statement. You wanna see the next one? Yeah, I can see the next one. Uh second one is Oh, yeah, this one's gonna be interesting. Mass shootings slash school shootings make me scared to go to school. I'll go I'll go yeah. first. Yeah. I'll just say disagree. Mainly because the school I go to, I don't think there will be a school shooting. It it kinda crossed my mind. I was like, what if it does happen? Because there are a couple of times where like I was hearing people who just told me like, oh, you heard about that rumor of that guy from that gang who might shoot the school? I'm like, what? No. And I'm like, I, I don't, I dead think that won't happen at my school just because of like the demographic. True. But at the same time, that's like, that's why I'm saying it's a bit different because you're hearing uh, as it from, have you heard that guy in the gang? Whereas I'm hearing it from, did you hear that this person that everyone doesn't really like is going to shoot up the school? Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, like they have that, like you know them as the kid that is kind of sad or they're quiet, they have their issues. And if you hear like, oh, they're gonna shoot at school, it's not even like a question of, oh, they wouldn't do it like you. It's a question of, are they actually gonna do it? Like, that's the main thing. And like I said, we've had threats at my school before. So in that case, I wouldn't necessarily say disagree because it doesn't scare me to go to school. I would, I would say slightly disagree because it doesn't scare me. It just causes me to treat everyone nicer. Yeah. I, I guess the thing is just... I don't know like, if that's necessarily scared to like hurt anyone's feelings, but it's also like I just end up talking to people in a nicer way because I'm like, you don't know what you might say can tip yes, someone over yeah, the edge. Something like that. You don't know what's going on in anyone's lives, so you just have to treat them like how you treat yourself, yeah. that type of thing. But I will say it is scary though. Like I don't know if you watch CNN or the news, but <laughs> they literally changed it from a COVID uh, epidemic to a mass shooting epidemic because there's so many happening within America. 
yeah, over the years, and they were. It's actually kind of mad if you're looking at the numbers. I was looking at literally. They literally <laughs> called it an epidemic. It had the same sort of setup uh, that they had for COVID, and it was. They had like 250 something mass shootings just within the first half of 2021. Jesus, 250. Yeah, like Dang. 250. Like m- mass shootings. That's that's a madness. What do you think is like the like the main instigator, like the main problem that causes all the easiest all. access? You have easy access to guns. That's the main. If you okay, if you don't have a gun, how so you gonna have a mass shooting? True. I was thinking about I was thinking about like what made them want to shoot up the school. Oh, like you know, that I don't even like what, what like what were they going through that made them that made them like think oh yeah. I need to shoot up the school. Like I need to kill all these people in, inside my. Honestly, room. don't have no idea. I yeah. could not tell you. I mean, like I said, they're mass shootings, so sometimes it might be a school, sometimes it might be another place. Like that's your problem too. Yeah, like the one should not be that easy. That it happens. shouldn't. Like I don't know if you heard of the one that happened in the church two years ago, where the yeah. guy shot up a church full of black people. Like that's obviously crime. Remember, that's racism. I think crime. it was one in. Might be Sandy Hook or it wasn't New Jersey. It was like a elementary school. Yes, I remember that one. That, that one was oh, that was one of the first ones I remember being yeah. like huge on the news. And I was like, why would you shoot a school full of little kids? Yeah, that's. I think what? it was. It might have been an adult. I don't think it was a little kid. No, it wasn't. It was. It was an adult. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. I think it was an. Adult. I might be wrong here. We have to do our research, but yeah. it's still just the concept of it like like you said what drives you to be like you know what all these people i want them dead i like every i think every now and then we kind of think we think like extreme but there's always us like being like hold up it's not that serious let me like and even if you think of extreme it's not even a whole group of people it's mostly like a small select the thought never goes into my mind oh i need to shoot this person like like, no not even shoot this person it's like you have a Sometimes you're playing basketball or you're in the gym and you're like, oh, I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to kill you. Like figuratively, you say, I'm going to kill you. And you're not actually going to do it. But the thought of like, I want to inflict pain on you because you inflicted pain on me does cross your mind. Not physical pain, but any type of pain in general. My thing is normally that is limited to either one person or a type of person, as in like 10, five people. But you don't, like you say, you don't, the thought never comes across your mind of, I want to kill you. Like, you don't yeah. want to shoot them. You just want to inflict pain on them because they did something to you. Right? Eye for an eye, basically. Mm-hmm. What, where does it get to the point of, I want everyone in this place dead? I think it's kind of like, you're thinking a very extreme thought right now. So, you will have to go through some extreme conditions for you to even think that. Yeah. Like, meaning... Like your life has to be really bad. Like I don't even know an example. Like say you have really toxic and abusive parents, and you go to a school where no one likes you. Like those are some extreme conditions. So then that leads to like extreme thoughts. True. And that leads to like extreme actions. So it's kind of like all like connects to each other. Yeah, I mean, it cause and effect. Like, yeah, it's cause, cause and effect, effect. and it as this, it's so mad that people can do that to someone and then be surprised though i didn't i don't know why i thought we were like if you are one of the you can know by your actions if you're if you really wanted to know you would know yeah you would just ask if you took some time to self-reflect 
and look at how you treated him or her or the other person and just and you really saw your actions towards him you would know you were pro you were, it might be like you might have added a problem yeah even if you didn't do anything like i know they say sometimes not doing anything is a part of the problem but like even if you didn't like try and offer them something to eat or a hug or something it's the little things yeah so i guess that's a reminder to always be kind treat others the way you want to be treated actually now that i say that that reminds me uh one person brought to me like a theory or a loophole behind the phrase treat the golden rule treat others the way you want to be treated and they said that sometimes that doesn't work because if you have you know diagnosed depression and you don't treat yourself well yeah then how would you treat other people if you aren't treating yourself well and that blew my mind because i'm like honestly that's facts that's facts if you if you treat yourself horribly and that's how you treat yourself how would you then go and treat other people i guess like a reverse loophole you just think the opposite like treat treats like i i don't know for sure but i kind of realize that sometimes with people who put themselves down or like really depressed or have low low like a low self-esteem yeah they kind of bring other people who might be like really close friends like on a pedestal basically or like people who mm. might just be in their lives so then treat that person how you would no treat yourself how you would treat that person put yeah. yourself on a pedestal yeah right like just because they like if you admire that person you want them to succeed and you don't treat yourself that way you should want yourself to succeed with them because you know you don't want them to like just because you admire them doesn't mean you can't admire yourself you can yeah. both succeed you can both do great things and lift each other up you don't have to drag yourself down to put another person on a pedestal and vice versa you don't have to drag them down to put yourself on a pedestal yeah that's the best thing i could say to someone who's like that but really it has it has to be something that you want to that you have to you have to want to change in order to get to the thing we're talking about right now like i can't just be like oh you gotta think this this and this you gotta like put these into into this life like you you have to do it yeah i could like support i can i will always like support you and push you to but, get to this yeah, point but, but we can't to, force you to change yeah that's that's the thing i don't like i always hate when people like think so low of themselves especially when i see them as like the opposite and then they yes. don't want to like become the person that i know they already are exactly not, not even become but embrace the person they already are like they think they're thinking oh i'm this and that and just yeah. a bunch of negative that's like, thoughts that's legitimately sad yeah and you're there like but you're like that's not how i see you i you're great like i, I yeah, hope you know that you're amazing like it sucks so much to like hear people like that just talking about themselves because it's like damn but at the same time be, like really terrible to just like live like that. that exactly and have that constant negative mindset about yourself but at the same time you can't force them to then change like you can't yeah but that's the tough part because they have to do it but you want you to don't know if they're gonna do it you can help but at the end of the day get professional help too like therapy yeah definitely go i believe everyone no matter how happy sad angry excited anxious you are go to therapy everyone needs it good therapist yeah don't also don't live vicariously through another people like um i saw this uh guy on tiktok like sort of not rant but sort of teach his followers that he is not someone they can live through 
as in yeah it makes sense yeah i forgot the term he used it's scientific but i can't remember it currently but it's basically you can't live vicariously through someone you don't know as in when a creator or a celebrity or all these people and they have fans and they say oh we love you it it's not the type of family love that some people are craving oh that's your speaker (laughs) (laughs) but it's like people people would think oh i love you and then like they would say the creator would say oh i love you and some fans would be like oh he actually like and they do but it's it's they don't know you right you're still a stranger you have to use your like i I guess common sense or just you have to use your reasoning yeah your awareness like they don't know exactly who you are they don't remember your name or like they love you for your support and they appreciate you and appreciate that you find them entertaining or funny or talented but they also like you also have to understand they they don't personally know you so they can't love you like a family member or like a friend in that sense yeah and so you shouldn't necessarily live vicariously through them what i mean by that is you can't look for your happiness through someone else's happiness yeah you gotta live your own life exactly which well that's the last phrase but it brings us to the last phrase <laughs> so wait which one oh no that's a topic never mind i was right, looking so at you want to go to the third one now yeah you can go to all the right third one. after our rants the third statement is I would I would rather be in a toxic relationship than be alone. So you would rather be in a toxic relationship than be by yourself. I'll go first. I strongly disagree. I don't uh, I don't need to be in a toxic relationship. That's a lot. Yeah, but like the main reason why I thought of it because I I think there are genuinely people who would rather be in a toxic relationship. Oh yeah, definitely. Alone. There are people that want a toxic relationship. Like they want one. I don't for the passion and the drama, and at the same time, it makes sense. I, I guess I can see the drama. There was like a part in high school where, where like when I hear stories or like rumors, I'm like, hmm, hmm that sounds interesting. But then you hear the back and forth, and you're like, that sounds romantic, like a romance novel. Yeah. <laughs> and after a while, I'm just like, that's a lot. This isn't for me. Yeah. This is a lot of drama, and I can solve this issue like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I can solve. Honestly, it's a problem. Like and when you think about it like long. that, it doesn't really matter anymore because whenever go, whenever like someone tells you a problem or like a rumor about something, like this. <laughs> you know this shit about to go away in like two weeks <laughs> so they're like <laughs> honestly that's a that's the thing about high school though that's that's high school relationships and in terms of people be like it's usually here this and this and this and i'm like listen by the end of these four years are you gonna remember that facts no i ain't gonna remember what he said fifth period about me i'm probably not gonna see him ever again <laughs> it don't matter so <laughs> same thing with toxic relationships it's sort of like just imagine some girls to you like in college and they're like oh you remember that beef you had with that kid at like lunch table i'd be like what grade? kid and like no i don't, don't actually <laughs> what kid who are you talking about and then when you see them again you're like oh they're completely different now what's up how are you yeah i don't remember but going back to the thing um for me personally i also say strongly disagree mainly because i'm a person that usually is alone like just chilling in my room sure. doing my things and there, there are like moments in like when I'm just chilling. I'm just like, wow, this feels really good. Nice. It feels nice. Like you just, you just chilling. Like you're doing whatever you like. Yeah. And you're just kind of with yourself. Don't think of it as like you're alone and you have no one else. Think of it like you're alone, but you have you. I will say the only time it sucks is when you want is when you don't want to be alone. Like you want to hang out with people, yeah. but then they're all busy. <laughs> so then you're kind of forced to be by yourself. Yeah. There's actually uh, 
I, they're not four phrases, but they all go together. You can be alone, but not lonely, like I, we did, I, yeah. like I would just describe. Lonely, but not alone, no. meaning you're around people, but, but you don't yeah. like relate to them or connect connect with them any other way. So you feel lonely. You could be you could be not alone and not lonely. So you're around people that you like. Mm-hmm. And I think the other one was you could be uh, alone and lonely. So like you're alone, like you're alone in your room. You're just by yourself and you feel lonely. Yeah. So you can feel all those things. But you should always try to learn to like yourself. Yeah. And lonely. like like you said, in a toxic relationship, there's a lot of drama. And it reminds me of something I saw on uh, TikTok like once again. It was someone was explaining why you should not want to date an artist. An artist? Yeah. Like any artist? Well, they meant music artists, but you can sort of take it as any artist in general because any artist uses, not all, but they use inspiration. And sometimes, or most common one, the easiest one is to take inspiration from what happens in your life. Mm -hmm. And if you create the best art when something dramatic or traumatic happens in your life, then you would crave that to create more good art. I see As what you're in, saying. Yeah. So you might like get inspiration from like something bad to happen in your life mm-hmm. to your art. Or like something okay. dramatic. So that's what I'm saying. Traumatic is something bad. Something a lot dramatic is something of, over. Music artists do that. So exactly. Yeah. If you think of a lot of music artists that write love songs and things like that. Like after a while. Oh, you keep going. Yeah. After a while, you get over the heartbreak. So when yeah. you get over it, how would you then create that's why they're yeah, saying i always thought like yeah. how do you like say you've been through like five toxic relationships before you became a musical artist and you use like those relationships as like the base of like two albums like what you got next because you already use like all that material yeah, exactly that's why it's sort of now it's time to pivot to something else but you don't even know but, but some artists are toxic themselves and go back to toxic relationships so in yeah. that sense they would probably strongly agree because it helps them make better art but, uh, I know for me personally, I would. I just that. random, random shit just goes into my brain sometimes. I just think of stuff. I just think of like interesting scenarios. Like for instance, I drew this one thing. Like I, but I had like a bunch of art materials around me, right? So I was thinking, I was like, what, what could I draw? And I was like, what if I did a drawing of all like the materials I use, like rebelling against me and like having like workers' rights. Process? Your creativity is mad. <laughs> your think creativity about it, is like, think about like Twister. What if like all your art materials? Were, that like, is a sick idea. Think about like all your art materials that like use every single day. You breaking pencils, breaking lead, using all your paint, tearing pages and everything like that. What if they just like tired of that and they just like protest against you? Like, <laughs> think about like the end of Toy Story where all the toys <laughs> rebel against Sid, like the evil kid. It's like that. Honestly, though, that's amazing. That that's a good. So like you drew that. Yeah, I'm not done yet, but I think of a I don't want a picture. I'll send you a picture when I'm done with it. Nice, nice. That's that's amazing. I mean, I'm I'm similar. I'm similar, but instead of that, I people think I just have ADHD when that's not the case. I look at things and I hit on them once, and if they make a cool sound, I'll just continue making a sound off of it. Yeah, I kind of do that too. Like sometimes I just let the pencil just take. I know there's one really good artist. He just draws and it just fits together, and then he fills a whole entire page. I oh, can't so he's that. like a, he's like a doodle artist. Yeah, he like doodles, but then he just kind of like he'll draw like a door, then like a baby somewhere else, and then just like connect them together. Yeah, I know some artists that did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. All, I can't do that all the way. I like to like think. I think I like to think of like a concept and then just like draw it out. In terms of drawing, I haven't drawn in a while, only because I. 
I, I like to do it. I just didn't find the time to. As in, I was lazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm still so getting into it too because I'm not as consistent as I would like to be. Mm. Um, Next one. I think we have time for one more. Uh, we can fit two more in six minutes. All right. Uh, fourth one. I care about current issues. I'll go first. Uh, ooh. Originally, I was, I was thinking like to be honest, just like slightly disagree, but I would still say agree. I still care about it because there's still issues in the world and they still pertain to me in some way or form, depending on the issue. Mm-hmm. So it's still something I do care about. But to be honest, when there's a lot of issues going around, it's hard for me to like focus on that. Not just because there's so many, there's just like too much things to care about, sadly. It's just, I think how it is, but because like, it's just so much, it's just so much like negative things going around and that just like impact my own mood and my own energy. And especially when you're trying to like do a lot of things and be consistent and productive yeah. in just life, it's hard to, to just hear all these things and just keep going on your day like normal. I mean, that's, that was literally why I was going to say slightly disagree only because sometimes you are too busy. Yeah. Like if I was only going to use this example, but like I am blessed to know that I am not in like in the what's it called the lower class, not middle class. I don't know. It's whatever one's lower than middle class, basically. I don't want to say poor because poor is subjective, but I'm I'm blessed with having a decent life, yeah, and okay. decent things and having enough time to to learn about current events. But I know some people that are sadly in situations where their lives are so busy and that their their first thought is how to survive and how to live. They're not really worried about other issues going on in the world because they're currently living the issue. In, exactly the issue themselves. So that's sort of why I would say slightly disagree only because there are moments where I am busy trying to do the minute things as in school, sports, college all those things whereas yeah. there are other times where I do care about it because I have enough time to learn and understand the issues yeah it's like something I know we said it in another podcast a different episode but it's just so many issues around it's hard to care about all of them like to give your energy to just like supporting like care about them yeah especially when it's like a trend and it just goes away in two weeks and then exactly. once you get on that type of thought process like one trend is like oh Asian rights, pro, Asian rights, and the next one is like black, black lives matter. And the next one, the next is, one pride. is like blue lives matter. The next one is pride, pride uh, gay lives matter. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're just doing this now and just this, this, yeah. and this. But that's also why I don't like social media for my news. I know a lot of people do because they don't trust quote unquote the media. But at the same time, even social media is biased. I know this one good YouTuber. His name is Philip DeFranco. Mm-hmm. He's like a news YouTuber. I don't, I haven't watched him in a while, but I used to a lot. And that was kind of where I was getting most of my, um, like culture news, whatever. See, that's the thing. It, people are people don't trust the media in terms of where they get their news because they think it's biased. But I'm also saying, if you use social media, that's the most biased platform because that is what you like. As in the media and the news that comes up on your searched or your suggested or your discovered, all that is based off of what you like, what you view, what you save, what you share. 
Yeah, the best people are like, like it's really hard to be unbiased, but the best yeah. people are they're saying like this is just my opinion, this is just what I think. Like they give yeah, you the facts. They give you the facts and, and then they give opinion. you their opinion or their perspective. And it's like that's my opinion, maybe it differs from yours, but if it does, that's completely okay. And that's why I trust CNN because they give you the facts and then they have a round table discussion sometimes or a discussion saying their opinion and their views on it. Which is I know some people are like I don't trust any media because they can manipulate what they want to say. I'm like, but so can social media. So can anyone. Exactly. Some type of moral basis. You have to be a good person. Just just be a good person. You you also have to use your brain as in when you listen to it. Yeah. Like think about, I don't know, maybe you watch like a series and you, this person has like told you about their past and like their background. Yeah. And they talk about an issue that is kind of sensitive to them. You In your brain, you're like, okay, this is like the problem but this is them and it's going through their mm-hmm. like mouth or just like their own perspective and because of what they've been through they're gonna think like this which is not entirely like factual yeah it's really biased because of their own personal opinion and experiences which you gotta take into account and then you also have to think <clears throat> if you have the time and the issue that you're watching on the news truly not necessarily bothers you but sparks your curiosity then do further research on it. Same thing on social media. If it truly is something that you want to stand for, do further research on it. Spread that information as well. So, but that's if you have the time. Some people, you know, look at the news just to get their daily dose of what's going on in the world. <laughs> yeah, but that was the segment. Oh, we now. have one more. I lied. I'm sorry. I we'll come corrected. back after the break to finish this last one real quick, and then we'll go into our topic. topic for the week. So catch you after the break goodbye all right we back after the break yep hopefully you enjoyed the previous four statements so last one last one the fifth one we have more influencers than previous generations that's obvious strongly agree I'm gonna need to explain. Yeah, just like social media, internet, you have more access to more people, and because you have more access, like more people, more people want to go on those uh, platforms to promote themselves and whatever they promote. Also, representation, just in terms of how people perceive, just like want to perceive culture, just developing, grow, grew into like what we have now. So we have like YouTubers, like the movie we just talked about, Raya and the Last Dragon. It's on Disney Plus, Riding the Last Dragon. Same film, Moana. Yeah, you saw people. Actually, I really like that about Disney. They always have like different movies set with different cultures. Like Mulan, you had Chinese, um, Aladdin, you had, I think yeah. that was, yeah, any Arabic, Lion um, King, this is African. Same, same thing with uh, Prince and the Frog. Yeah. Sort of African, kind of African esque. I was like New Orleans. That's that more African American esque, like yeah. Southern African American, whereas the Lion King, like you said, is African. Yeah. Anyway, we just have, you know, a lot more influencers who influence us. Yeah. And, and our thoughts. also strongly agree. Which is a good thing and a bad <clears> thing. Yeah, because it depends on, since there's like a lot more influencers, you have to be more aware of the type of person who's influencing, yeah. influencing you. Like if your influence is Jake Paul, that's a bad one. I really don't like that side of YouTube. Like <laughs> the Paul Brothers. Honestly, I really I... don't. I could care less on ever since Logan Paul like I remember when uh, the dead body 
Oh yeah, I remember that. I was no longer keen on any of them. I respect what he's doing now. He bounced back apparently, so I respect what he's doing now. But I could care less about what they do. It's just a fine line between like how much, like, what do you deem worthy of content? Like, where where do your morals like cross that line? Because that that crossed the line. That fam, there was a lot of things they both did that crossed the line. Jake Paul. Um, I don't know if you heard about this. He made a video of him during a Black Lives Matter protest and him also getting arrested for uh, trying to steal like things from a store during the rioting. Like he was a oh, part was of a the riot. Yeah, he was a part of the riot. Oh. Like he was in the pro he wasn't in the, he wasn't even in the protest. He was just a part of the riot and made a video about it. And then you know took the video down. He also got arrested. Wait, but, did the video show him get arrested? Uh, that I don't know. All I know is oh. that the video got taken down and he did get arrested for it. Yeah, that's that's crossing the line too. I, that's nah. Yeah, you like you also have to think you have kids that are watching your videos. Yeah. You want them to see that? That's that's mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah. That's that why was... I'm like I don't that side of YouTube. No, which is what we mean by influencers. If you're on that side, they can influence you heavy, and next thing you know, you go and do something stupid that you should not have been doing in the first place. Yeah, one thing I learned from just being on mainly like YouTube and recently Twitch, there's like there's always a side that's just super. You're just like, what? Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> they just be doing some wild things, and it's just. If you like that, that's not cool. That's not. It's not even. It's not cool. If you like it, realize it's entertainment. Don't think you can now go ahead and do that. Yeah, but the problem is sometimes the audience does not think it's entertainment. They think that's like Uh same thing with like OnlyFans. That's like a whole other thing. Bro, (laughs) I mean, then again, OnlyFans is a bit different though. And the thing is, like, the way OnlyFans is currently being used was not all. Not it wasn't always like used like that. And there's people who doesn't not only used but that fam. It's a, it's tricky because you don't have to use it that way. As in the stigmatism, yeah. it's not stigmatism. Jesus, the stigma that comes with OnlyFans, <laughs> right? <laughs> the stigma that comes with OnlyFans isn't what you have to use it for. You can legit do. You can post whatever you want on OnlyFans, right? But most people, you know, think it's a site for inappropriate things that I will not mention because I don't know what it is, parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, this is Miss Topics. Anyway, <laughs> on to our two topics of this podcast. The first one What are your favorite forms of art? Huh? Favorite forms of art. Favorite forms of art. Ooh, well, music, obviously, one of them. I feel as though we can both say that one. We want to make a campfire playlist. Way yeah, so that's one of our uh, planned ideas. One of our planned ideas for the future. For the future. Um, Just to let you know, we have impeccable tasting music. Oh, fat. honestly, I, I can say that with absolute certainty. Like our, our music taste, our music taste is pretty fine. And I'm not even gonna lie to you. Most of it says, "Yeah, <laughs> he would like, play some fire look, music," and I'm like, "Oh, this is amazing." Like, chill, this R&B songs. I got you. And if you're listening, if you're looking for anything else, like rap, but like hardcore. Yeah, you got that. You I got, got that. that. If you're looking for rock, I also got that. I do not got that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for that. pop, I got that too. Um, you got everything. The only thing everything. I don't got is like EDM. I know like two EDM songs. Oh, I, do, 
I'm doing nothing. Yeah, nothing. Man, that's not my everything that's techno, my... dubstep, EDM, all also, that. None um, of it. Like hardcore metal. Like... No, I can, I got you with some hardcore. I know a few. I know I, like three. I know. <laughs> I know like three hardcore metal. Does that include anime? I mean, that's music, so yeah. If you include anime openings, I know like well, 20. I, I, I guess that's in like a category of just like um, TV music or soundtracks. Soundtracks? Okay, if that's the OSTs. case. If, it, if we're just talking about metal, I know like a good five songs. I know pretty good. I know some pretty good soundtracks. Too. Do you know Let the Body Hit the Floor? Yeah, you show me that one. <laughs> it, that's a metal, and it's good. My mom knows that one. It's a good song. <laughs> So what you're trying to say is it's mom approved. So if any kids are watching, we... <laughs> we got you with the... Well, nah, I'm not going to say that because some of our music is we bad. <laughs> Actually, yeah. It was the thing I realized too. Like a lot of my... All the R&B songs I listen to are like really... Mad. If you listen to the lyrics, they will be explicit. Facts. It will be so explicit. And you're there like... Like the first listen, I'm like, okay, this was... Oh, okay. You hear the rest you hear like, the chords. Yeah, I still like it. Third listen, I'm listening to the lyrics now. I'm like, oh... Okay, because the thing is, you listen to the vocals, you're like, "Oh, that, 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 that's that's smooth." You're not paying attention to the lyrics. Exactly. You hear the beat, you're like, "That beat riding okay." And then, like you said, third listen, you get to the lyrics, you're like, "Okay, now what? What are they saying? What, what are they speaking to me?" Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What are you doing? You doing what now? To to her? To, to him? him? To him? To both of them? To everyone? <laughs> <laughs> you just they're like oh my goodness they they speaking they speaking that ish so yeah, yeah. Uh, we got you with the music anyway but yeah music uh, I also think drawing because we both like to draw um what are the forms of oh acting poem writing writing in general we were both in a creative writing class so I guess we could say that as our definitely favorite forms yeah, I would say my favorite though, like top two, obviously drawing and music. I love both. Gotcha. Even though I don't draw as much anymore, I, I want to. I don't though. Yeah, my. Uh, I guess I'll just say my top three. My top three are animation. Oh. Um, like books, like written things, mm-hmm. and then like regular, like drawing, painting, that type of stuff. But animation is not coming down. Probably, maybe number two, but definitely it's not going any lower. It's just I used to say animation until I gave a my like a crack at it. Not for me. Oh, why? I don't mean like you make animation. I'm just talking like movies, TV shows. Oh, like that. you mean like in terms of enjoyment? Like when I mean art, I mean like different types of media. That's like oh, that's so a like, whole new category now. Oh god. <laughs> when I say animation, I don't just mean like you're animating. It could be shorts movies shows oh. it could be just regular movies since you said acting like movies yeah. plays musicals when it comes I to i thought you meant like doing oh i mean it could be that too i i just made it open like just favorite forms of any type of art because uh-huh. art's just it's not just like paintings yeah it's definitely not just paint okay now that changed my answer i think it's just like a form of just expressing your creativity and life okay Okay. Think about like that. Now that you specified that, I'm gonna separate this into two categories. The first one is going to be in terms of like you said, what you enjoy, like watching or not necessarily consuming. Doing, consuming, exactly. When you enjoy consuming, and then the second one is doing. Okay, got you. Okay, I go first. Yeah. All right. So you so, do, first start off with consuming and cons- all the art. For consuming, consuming, it's definitely animation and books and 
movies too. So I guess just movies and then books. For actively doing, then that is like drawing and I guess painting. I'm not really into painting like that, mm. but I painted some things. Well, like maybe like five things. And it was pretty fun when I did it. It was pretty relaxing. So those are like my things. But when it comes to consuming, those two are like, I be doing that like every day. Okay. Like gotcha. I've seen so much. Oh, okay. I've seen so many animated movies and just movies in general. That's just like part of it. Oh man, there's so same many. Thing with, same thing with books. There's I'm, so many I'm that I'm a big time. reader. You do read a lot. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You read so much more than I do. Um, I can guarantee you, my first one is listening to music. Oh, I could. I, that. I could right, definitely. For me, music too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could definitely listen to music for hours. Act, yeah, consuming. Yeah, I can definitely listen to music for hours. I love listening to music. Um, second one. This is hard only because it's tied. When you, hmm, I would say film slash television, but like the production of it, if that makes sense. Because I'm considering YouTube in terms of what I consume all the time. When you mean production, what do you mean? Sort of uh, the difference between a YouTube video and a TV show. Uh, okay. Uh, What would you call that? I guess just video content. Yeah, like I don't know if the, in terms of art, what you because it's media. Yeah, the art is media, but I guess you would just call it like like video slash film. Yeah, that's because I kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, so I would say video slash film because I thoroughly enjoy how they do it, the editing, and just you know the YouTube, the fact that you, I remember when YouTube first started. And where it is now and that growth oh man that looks amazing to me and then the third one is going to be a shocker to everyone but dancing i dance every day i don't want to do it like professionally i like it as a hobby but i dance to literally everything everything every type of music (laughs) um now to what i actively do my favorite ones of doing uh first one is dancing like i said i do it every day I also like I love watching dance videos. I also love dancing. So dance is the probably the first one in terms of what I love doing. Music is the second. Like performing, making music, playing music, any type of instrument to sound. In terms of electrical instrument or actual brass, woodwind, percussion instrument to sound. Love it. Yeah, to death. Uh third one. Hmm. So what I like do I say painting because I love customizing shoes so I don't know if that's painting or drawing because it's kind of both but yeah same thing like yeah in the same category so yeah painting I was thinking of drawing uh, art all that powerful question alright so so what's your favorite art that you consume uh listening to music and then dancing is your favorite thing to actively do yes all right, so given this, given the scenario that you can only do one of those things, I dance because dancing involves listening to music. You can't dance to nothing. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out the way you thought it was, but I knew, I know where you're going with that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there thinking I could legit dance and also listen to music. 
Yeah. So. That was I was trying to think of a scenario, but it didn't really go. But at the same time, to the the music I truly appreciate, which is why we have such similar music tastes, I don't dance to. I chill. Like I listen to the music. I don't really dance to it because like, if I'm really feeling some type of music, I'll probably like if I'm standing up, then I'll like do like some do a little shoulder wiggle. If I'm sitting it. down, I'm just like I can I can nod your head, tap your feet, yeah, you know, move a little bit. But like that's the thing. When I say dance, I mean fully. You know me. I mean, fully commit to it. Yeah. But if if it's good music, I'll still move. It's just I'm spending the time listening to the sounds, the rhythms, the eight oh eights, the percussion, all that, the chords, the vocal riffs. Honestly, when you think about it, music could music is crazy. It could just it just makes you feel. Oh, it, it adds emotion like of, yeah, to everything. Like. It makes you feel so much that you have to like get up out your seat and move. That's yes. how crazy it is. That's how that you put it in the best way. That's it. Literally, music is so amazing. You apply it to a show, a TV show. Look at a TV scene. Everything. Yeah, look at a TV scene, an anime scene. Take away the music, it's still sad. You no, know, seeing it, knowing what happened. But it's not as sad as when it adds tension. You add the music, it adds the emotion, the yeah. tension, the feeling, and that's that's what draws out the tears. That's um, or even sometimes the lack of music is what draws out that emotion too. Sometimes, uh, what was I saying? I've seen some fight scenes with no music, and it's like just sounds and it's amazing. Exactly, it's but just, then sometimes when you have more personal fights and they add that build up from no music. To now that epic yeah. fight music, you're there getting like, like you get said, you get hyped up. You start leaving your seat like, yo, what's going on? And that's that's the beautiful, like you said, the beautiful thing about music. It adds so much to every single form of art, even an art gallery. If you go to an art gallery and it's quiet, imagine that. Every time you go to an art gallery with pictures or um, sculptures, there's some type of calming music. Some lo-fi, exact. Some lo-fi, some instrumental there's just there's never nothing yeah and even if there is nothing there's a rhythm to that nothing that's crazy a rhythm to that nothing which is it sounds kind of mad but you should make that quote that's like a really fire quote but it's true though you would walk around and you could still feel they say it vibes but it's the rhythm of the surrounding area yeah it's what you feel there's music for everything and musicians take that feeling and make it into sounds and art which is why i love the art form (laughs) that's me for animation i guess like movies too because i like you know just seeing someone put a story like on the screen and just like having them to just express their own vision into like that story but for animation I especially like it because there's no limit to what you can do. Exactly. It's, it's, it's literally just your imagination. And that's why I like some that's why I like it because it's so open. You can do anything. And you can do it in any style. You can have stop motion, yep. like figures, you can do more cartoony, like 2D, you can do 3D, you can do like a mixture of both, you can do anything. And, and like the thing with animation, which is sort of my like my problem with it at the beginning was I was too focused on the human aspect because I wanted like my characters. I wanted to make characters human-like characters and wanting them to move but animation doesn't just stop there like you said you can animate a flower whistle like uh whistling in the wind right yeah. you can animate if let's say you're animating a commercial and you're just animating fire going around in a circle right 
Or you can leave that realm entirely and go space or just oddly creative. And that whole, like you said, there's no limit to animation. And it it's beautiful in the sense of that is what was in your mind. And you made it so yes. clear that you put it for other people to see. That's the hardest thing anyone can do. Yeah. Explain what you truly think up here and put it visually for someone else to see what you meant. That's crazy. It's really hard to make something, and then when you watch it, yet you feel something afterwards. Especially when it's not real. Exactly. When it's done with like computers or your pencil, it's you're making life basically. Legit simulator life. Yeah, and you're making it move. Like that was the difference. That's the difference in animation now than before. Because you didn't really have animation before. You had sculptures. You had art, right? Paintings. Now you have movement to now take all the meaning you had from still images and applying it to moving images so now you can now you can not only interpret what the image itself means but also the movement of the image itself and what does that mean yeah and then that like you said that itself could just bring the emotion out of you because you're there thinking this is what was all in their brain like i said your brain is capable of so many different things and if you could organize those thoughts and put them on a page or in a video. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I've seen a lot of animated just content like movies and shows, and there's some really just beautiful moments. But not because it's like animated, because of how real it feels, regardless of mm-hmm. like its like style or it's just like. Think about weird. a simple commercial, McDonald's with the where the M pops up. Yeah. And does that something you wouldn't notice that because you see it all the time, but you had you think someone had to create that. Yeah. It's right. small, but it's still there. You know, there. And they chose it. and it's something that became addictive. Like I bet you I, I, I mentioned McDonald's in the commercial and you still imagine that M popping up in the red with the McDonald's <laughs> and that jingle, music and animation both coming to like combined and that's stuck in your brain. And you have to go through a process. They, they don't just think of that one motion or like oh that's it you they probably had thousands of different animation and there's an m sliding from the left and m sliding from the right m sliding from up from the bottom from the top uh, m swirling into the red like yeah pixels even and that's simple with the capabilities of animation that could have been so many different things a walking yellow line to stretch and bend into an m so many different things could from that commercial yet they decided on the sort of emerge from the red and set back in to its position with the mcdonald's logo dragging across and then the jingle saying i'm loving it and that stuck in your brain like it's mad how it's nice like whenever i just think about it like there, there have been times where like i just think about like this like the concept of it just like creating something that someone else is consuming just with my brain yeah and like tears just started coming out like i started tearing up and i don't really i don't tear up, all, up like at a lot of things like i was genuinely moved by what i was thinking i was like wow like the possibilities like it's kind of cliche but the possibilities are literally endless, endless yes like if you think <laughs> of like infinite infinite amount of ideas and never stop creating if you live forever you'll always think of something if you're but then that's what that my thing is that's what I found beautiful about animation in that sense in terms of like you said there's no limit 
So with no limit, you there's a lot of power in that sometimes you can do too much, sometimes you can do too little. So in order to organize all those limitless ideas and formulate a organized picture for other people to know what you meant off, off of the millions of things that are firing through your brains at once, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's also what I love about musicians, that they could, all those sounds. Organized chaos. Exactly. Organizing chaos. That's mad. And it's, it's just so like beautiful to see. Yeah. It was, it was nice. Uh, I was gonna say something about animation too. I was really like um, stop motion too, cause you just create, you're just creating more, yeah. you're creating more because you have to create the figures and the sets, and it takes more time. And sadly, those are the types of movies that aren't really usually like critically they're pretty successful, but like yeah. box office wise, not really. Oh yeah, but it, I mean, it's still my favorite um, like form of animation. But they take forever. Yeah, but. I don't know. I always get like some sense of pride whenever I like make something. So I can't imagine what like the amount oh. of like like pride you must have in your work to create like an hour thirty film of just you, like your figures in like a story, and it it works. My thing is you're not even moving them like an inch. You're moving them less than a centimeter. Yeah, you probably could, less than a millimeter. You have to film a frame by frame by frame, and it probably takes weeks just to get a scene. And you have to go move, click click yeah click and i'm like oh my it's and then you have to like make the actual like faces and mm -hmm. they have to animate them into so it looks like more fluid and then even once that then you didn't have to match the sound yeah you have to bring sound into it and then doing sound frame by frame you by still got to move the camera around yep and do different angles let's say you have a punching angle or something and you have to have three different angles of that you have to repeat that move yeah. three times or by three cameras that's crazy. crazy. And there's like the set design and the it's just a lot. And same and thing with voice acting too. And that goes with same thing with writing oh. a book. Think about the <laughs> think about your five paragraph essay that you wrote and how many revisions you had to go through. Now imagine doing that um, like a hundred times. Yeah, you know you made a, a good story or just a book when you could just like keep you could like just imagine the world you're reading through. And it feels real. That's that's a really good story. Yeah. And, but the time it takes. The time. Yeah. Shout out to all our artists out there. All artists, authors. Authors, um, writers, editors. Dancers, musicians. Uh, edit like animators, editors, directors, animators, directors, writers. So much. But good for y'all trying to make art. It's, it's hard work. It's definitely hard work. And... It's, just, it's mad. It's mad. Anyway, on to the next topic. Okay, next let, one. Oh, sorry. But let us know what your favorite forms are, of art are. Art is art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let us know what your favorite forms of art are on our Instagram at the Campfire Podcast. Yeah, we'll be posting more often on there. Uh, next topic What truly makes you happy? The big question. You do, Christian. You truly make me happy. <laughs> you too, bro. You too. Hey, see, okay, podcast done. We're over. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. But I'm serious about Christian making me happy. Friends, friends and family. I said this on my Instagram once, but I've always said family, friends, art, and connection are the most important things in life. Mostly because family and friends are what I believe, for me at least, center who I am and center 
where I come from, especially family. Like uh, my family is very important to me. I mention them almost every single podcast. Having them listen to this to just know, even though y'all annoy me, y'all are very important to me, and y'all are my center. Y'all are where I come from, and I appreciate that. Same thing with my friends. Like even if some things don't end well, y'all, I became friends with you for a reason, right? So you you guys are important to me as well. And then art is how I express myself. So, as in, yeah, like that's how I express what I think, what I feel. And then connections are just how I have to embrace the world. As in, I if I make a connection with you or a connection to that thing, a connection to that animal, that's how I embrace the world. So, in terms of what truly makes me happy, it's those things because that's how I live. So, my family, my friends. How I express myself and how I connect to the world are like what truly make me happy. Then everything after that can come, like <laughs> love, uh, money, all that can come later. Um, for me personally, I guess it's a little more abstract. It's 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 just whatever gives me like peace mm. or just yeah, that's a good way to say it, just peace. Like peace at heart or peace at mind. Both. They just like. Mm. When, whenever I'm doing or around whatever makes me happy, it makes me feel like this is where I'm supposed to be, or like this thing makes me makes me forget like all the worries or troubles or whatever I'm going through in life. Like it just feels like an escape almost. But at the same time, it just reminds me of like what to keep at like what you said your center yeah to what keeps you grounded and like motivated through it all. So like like you said, family, friends especially art like that's yeah. the big part of my life just um reading um tv and film and drawing and then of course family and friends it just feels good yeah i mean in terms of like now materialistic or doing things oh, what too. makes me happy that that's that's kind of harder because there's so many things that can give you temporary joy but then does it truly give you satisfaction of what you're doing? Like, I guess by that, it doesn't make you truly happy. So exactly. Like, I can tell you right now, dancing and making music truly make me happy. I don't have to make money off of those things. Would I like to? Yes. So I can survive and live in this world. But just doing them on their own, same thing with customizing shoes. I don't necessarily have to make money. I would like to make money. But doing all those three things truly make me happy and running not competitively just running but just running oh there's no better feeling than a nice seven o'clock or six o'clock run no one's on the road and it's just you the sound of the air and the sound of your feet hitting the floor or hitting the pavement oh that's an amazing feeling i has nothing better than that but those things like doing that itself brings me like true like you said, peace. True, brings me true peace of mind and heart. Yeah. I now, guess, the worry comes in, like I said, making money. That's the that's the yeah. worry. But I guess it's overall, what truly should make you happy is just like simply whatever makes you just smile. Yeah. Not even like physically, but just like... Genuine. You just feel good doing it. And you don't need like money or anyone else to like give you that. You already have it. Like... Like what you said, family, running, you don't need to use money to run. Yeah. You just run. Now you, you can run to make money. <laughs> yeah. But 
that doesn't mean like you need like that's what i said i don't need to make money doing music i would like to so i could be happy and make money and live but i don't necessarily need to do that anyway uh are we gonna continue or not we're gonna end it here you want to continue we can all right we'll catch you at the third part of the podcast i don't know how long it's gonna be Sorry. <laughs> All right. So that was um previous segment, which truly makes you happy. Hopefully, you thought about what truly makes you happy. And those two are sort of like the lighter of the topics that we created. We have a good amount of topics yeah. that are just I'm, I'm really interested. A little in bit more deeper. It's a little bit more deeper. Has has more. Uh, I guess just debate around them, or just opinions around. Is this more? opinions and sort of deeper things that people might not want to talk about yeah yeah definitely like one of them i can see right here and i can tell you for a fact that that is me to a t which one the second to last one ah uh you want to talk about it just a little bit because it's not even i don't know and what way are you thinking of that because i'm thinking so just to preface the topic uh, he's talking about is being becoming too invested in a fictional world I'm thinking of the sense of my own fictional world in terms of, yeah, that's why I knew it was different than what you're thinking of. You're thinking of like a TV show. I wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, you're thinking of a TV show or like anime or something. I'm thinking about, so way before I was born, I'm kidding. Anyway, high school, I wanted to be an animator or a graphic designer or something along that sense. So I had like an idea for an anime and over the years, even though my goal in terms of a career has changed, that idea of an anime is still there and has, has only developed. And I have found no outlet to sort of develop it in. Like I can, that's why I want to get back into drawing. So I at least get some of these ideas from out of my head onto paper. But at the same time, I am very much invested in this anime that I have. So if I ever get enough money to, I am making it a real thing. That's pretty much it. Like, in terms of investment, I would literally walk around thinking of fight scenes or different scenes in the anime. And the characters have stayed the same too. Like, not I mean, in terms of who they are, but like the characters themselves. And the, oh, it's yeah, going to be amazing. For me, for me, I'm like that too. I had, a, I had this idea of a short film about this, like, I don't know, just like Black Assassin. And I thought about like me animating the fight, like the, the stealth scenes. And the it was just, it looked so good in my head. But obviously that was like we just have to do it yeah it's just we have to do it <laughs> at first i thought about like what you said like being invested in, in like a actual fictional world from like a tv show or, yeah. book or anything like that and then afterwards what you said i thought about a different way of just thinking about like you're you're too invested in like a world that has like a version of our real world where you have what you actually want. want yep. Yo, so, yeah. that's another good one. Being invested in a false reality. Yes. Pretty much yeah, where yeah. everything goes the way you want to. Like, you ever thought about like a situation and it's like, man, if that went that way. Oh, definitely. But at the same time, you can't really I don't I don't like thinking like that because it's a false reality, as in yeah. it's putting it's giving me false hope. Not false hope. I'm thinking, yo, what if this went this way? If this went this way, oh, I'd feel this way. I'd feel this. But at the same time, how do I know that? 
Yeah, I think that's a sign you have to move on. Yeah. You're dwelling too much on the past, you just gotta keep it. Not only the past, you're dwelling too much on what could have been. It's not like it didn't happen. Regrets. Yeah, exactly. But, or the situations where it just went one way, you may have put like your all into it to go the other way and it still didn't work. And for that, I think that's just maybe like the universe or God or whatever you believe in telling you to, you know, you tried your best, but gotta go not only that at the same time like i said you don't know what's going to happen if it actually went that way as in i've had cases where oh i want this to happen and it happened and it didn't go out the way i expected it to yeah like you like that too there's sometimes there's some things that are just out of your control i'll actually that reminds me have you seen the movie on netflix uh see you yesterday wait what was it wrong it's about these two black teens that are from the bronx that invent time travel Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that. You've watched it. That. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, they were talking about. Oh, where his? I think their brother died. Or something yep, like that? and yeah. but then her other brother or her best friend brother died, and because she tried process. to go back to That's change true. that, and there's no, it's either one of them was going to die regardless, and it's sort of in. If don't know what I'm talking about, brief summary. Um, two black teens trying to create time travel. One of the teens, or the girl, um, CJ, her brother dies through police shooting so she tries to go back by a day or by a week to change it but when she goes to change it her best friend that helped her create time travel um sebastian he dies and she goes back multiple times but every single time she goes back one of them dies yeah so she she gotta choose so she she didn't even have to choose at the end it just ended there because she was stuck in like a loop kind of i like those time travel stories yeah it's not like you go somewhere or you go back you do something future changes it's like this is like a fixed point and you can't change, change this, it whatever like and it's meant to ha- this is meant to happen exactly and i truly believe that in some cases where it, when you're living in a false reality or when you think i want things to go this way you don't know how it's going to turn out because if it does you don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing as in for her she wanted her brother to live her brother lived but then she lost her other best friend that she considers to be a brother so in one sense, in one way or another, a brother is going to die in that situation. Actually, and, I thought about, because sometimes I want to like write a short story or get mm. into writing. So I thought a good way to do with that is to just like write short stories. That are oh, just, definitely. Yeah. So I had this idea. It's, it involves time travel, but it involves this guy or this, you know, agency of people or whatever. And they go back into lost points of history to figure out what occurred, basically. Yeah. And I thought that was like a good idea because it wasn't like a, a generic time travel story. It was just like time travel was more like used to just get the story going of like this lost whatever. Like they go into like points of history that are just not known, and they just kind of write down what's happening for like history. Gotcha. They're historians, time travel historians. Nice. Yeah. That seems interesting. You could wait. You want to write that? Yeah. I'm planning to. I just so would it, would they go into like mythology and things like that? I don't know. I didn't think about like that specific. I, uh, that's just like the general concept. Okay. I did think about that though, like whether I wanted to make my own history, like my own world, or uh, like go into this world and do it myself. I mean, if you were to do it based off of this world, you would then have to do research so that you're accurate. Yeah, but somewhat. I have to, accurate. I have to do like I have to do points in history that are not definite, or like they don't have a lot of evidence to like what occurred oh uh, yeah like okay. i don't know like GFK dinosaurs says, yeah oh. or like G- <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe like dinosaurs maybe like instead of like, like dinosaurs just like dying out 
they were actually transported to a different world because they weren't meant for this world and they just yo we getting into some convoluted theories here yeah because we also don't know what dinosaurs sounded like like you can assume based off of the many bones that you found but you don't know what they could have said they could have sounded like birds because birds are descendants of dinosaurs so questions anyway yeah that's that's basically yeah that's i was looking so that's an idea of one of these topics somewhat yeah. They could either go very light or very heavy. Yeah. But yeah. Ah, good, good podcast. Want to keep going or? Uh, we got into here. All right. Well, hopefully you enjoyed. Uh, hope this gonna this is kind of gonna be like not a new format, but just what we're going for in the future. Yeah. We got something a bit more serious, them. and now that we have a good idea of them, we can also pick like weeks in advance or a week in advance and formulate our ideas for more yes we'll continue to have guests but like more spread out so it's not like back to back to back to back episodes of just guests we'll try and plan it out have more of a schedule yeah but you know within we're almost graduating so once that happens we'd have a bit more free time until college starts so (laughs) that's gonna be fun too but we appreciate all the love of the beginning yep keep listening to the podcast please tell your friends family other people about it it's greatly appreciated. Yes. Greatly appreciated. Again, follow us on Instagram at the Campfire Podcast. It's not hard to find. It's this type the same way you see it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll all soon that. be getting a TikTok soon in some other forms or other social media platforms. We're also time. trying to get the video set up. I know I've been saying that since the first episode, but we are really trying. It's just a bit harder than expected. It'll come soon. Come soon. Yeah, maybe in a couple months or so. Anyway, thank you. Appreciate it. We shall see you guys next week. Take it easy. Goodbye.